All right. Hey, guys, it's Brad, College Sportscast. Coleman Scott and I have been doing some post-game shows for Kentucky football all season long. He is out of town. So you got just me today. It's on my thing with College Sportscast. So. Okay, guys, welcome back. Obviously, obviously, this is not game day pick them. I just kind of threw this together. So I knew Coleman was out of town, but I didn't know that he wasn't going to be able to do this until right before the game kicked off today. And then Caden, his buddy that does talk in Kentucky, was at a friend's house and wasn't watching the game. So I just thought, hell, I'll just try to put something together here and do something short and – Sweet here for a post-game show. I've enjoyed doing these post-game shows this year. Um, it's been fun, and hopefully I have a few people on with me that has been on with with us um, as with Coleman and Talking Kentucky. So, uh, But today's game was Alabama versus Kentucky, of course, at Kroger Field. Unfortunately, we come out on the uh, wrong side of the uh, scoreboard on this one, guys. Um, they jumped out on us early, got a 21 to nothing lead. And from there, I mean, from there, the game was actually fairly even. Uh, but we get beat 49 to 21. It is Alabama. And, uh, you know, the game starts out, guys, and, and, you know, we, like I said, we get behind early. We have a turnover where they scoop and take it to the one-yard line. Um, I mean, we just don't really look ready to play at the beginning of the game, to be honest. Um, and, you know, so before we know it, with five minutes to go in the first quarter, we're down 21 to nothing. All right, so Josh Hart's with me. Um, it looks like that Clyde is with me in the chat room here, so I'll try to keep them in the chat as long as they're here with, with me today. Um, I don't have the call-in thing because that's on with, with Coleman, but uh, we'll do the chat, and, and I'll put some stuff up there for you guys in the chat like that. Um and, and we'll do it that way because that's what I do on college sportscast. So, anyways, um, you know, I just, you know, so we're, we're down 21 to nothing before a cat can lick its hind end. And that's an old saying that my dad used to say or always says, um, you know, and that's how quick it was. Anyway, you know, we are um, – and from there – I mean, to end the first half, 
we had three opportunities down 28 to seven to put points on the board. We drove the ball one time down. We got the ball with 10 minutes to go after they put 28 on the board. We drove the ball all the way down the field, had a very good drive, drove it down to about the seven or eight yard line. And we have a fourth and one and Stoops and Cohen decide to go for it. And I just, so I don't really understand the calls that they make sometimes in any other game. If we are not playing Alabama or Georgia, okay, in any other game, Stoops would take the damn points. And I don't understand going for it. And then the play call, I just, like, they basically had like 9, 10, 11 guys in the box and are coming all out. I mean, just a jailbreak. And, and you know, get to him. He tries to throw it out. It's, it's blocked, you know, it, you know, and it's batted down, which he had like four or five of them today. Um, and, you know, that's been a problem all year with Leary. He has passes batted down. He's only like six foot. He's just not um, – he just doesn't have the height that some of these quarterbacks now – I mean, Levis last year was 6'4". I mean, you know, he just doesn't quite have the height. Um, but I didn't like the play call either. I really didn't like going for it. I don't even know why you would do that. Kick the field goal, make the score 28 to 10. I mean, that's that's my that's my point. Yeah, Clyde down 21 to nothing with five minutes to go in the first quarter, actually. Um, you know, that fumble was an absolute killer. I agree with you. We're going to get to the defense, Brad White and Cohen. That's part of part of what I got here. Uh, we're we're going to get to that. But even after we didn't do that, okay, even after we didn't take the points, okay, we hold them. They, they punt the ball. We get the ball back to like the 40-yard line, and we have some really – terrible play calls again and don't get any points. Then we get the ball back another time with like a minute and 37 seconds to go. And there's no hurry up about it. I mean, the clock's ticking. There was one play that we could have snapped the ball with like a minute and 10 seconds to go. And they literally let the play clock run down and he ran because he was running for his life, run to the sidelines and throws it out of bounds, cost 20 seconds on the clock. Um, you know, and the play calls. When you're playing one of the best teams in the country, you've got to make short, concise play calls. Four-yard pass here, five-yard pass there, over the middle here, outside here, screen pass there. I don't give a damn how you move the ball. You just got to move the damn ball.
I'm going to make Clyde mad with that word. What are you talking about, Caden? What word? <laughs> I don't understand what you're talking about. What word? Yeah, South Carolina did blow out Vandy today, 47 to 6, actually. And I'll get to that. Vandy is bad. I will get I, I will give you that. Vandy is bad. Um, but we had three opportunities to close out the half and and very likely could have at least had two field goals to close out the half, which would have made the score 28 to 13. Then we come out and score first in the in after halftime, you know. And, and we cut the lead to 28 to 14. Had we had those couple of field goals, the game could have been a little bit different. Um, and we had a chance, I think, in the second half to score once and and really, you know, later that I thought we could have, you know, possibly put some points on the board and we didn't get that done either. So, You know, it is it is what it is. I didn't expect to win today, to be quite honest with you. Um, Alabama has been progressively getting better all season long. Jalen Milrow has been pro progressively getting better all season long. The last few weeks, they have really ramped up the offense for them. Milrow has been playing excellent. And, you know, I didn't exactly expect – a win today. I just like to see Kentucky be competitive and make some of these things games. That's, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, I, I'm not saying that we can beat the Bamas and the Georgias. I mean, Lord knows Bama and Georgia has won, won what, four of the last five national championships, something like that. Um, I mean, they are at the top of the food chain and not many teams across the country can really compete with them. There's a handful, maybe if that. So let me get to Brad White. Brad White for five years has been really, really good. There's only been three teams in the SEC for the last five years that have had a top five defense in the SEC every single year. It's Bama, Georgia, and Kentucky. They're not doing it this year. I don't know exactly what in the crap that Brad White is doing, but it's not good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something, Brad White. I'm going to tell you something, Kentucky fans. You cannot sit back with no pressures whatsoever and play a zone defense against the likes of Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, great offenses, etc. You cannot do that. Today in this game, Joe Tessitore, the announcer, towards the end of the game, like there was just a 
three or four or five minutes left, even he on one of the plays was like Brad White dialed up a blitz, and he's rarely done that today. I mean, we sit back and drop seven or eight and, and only and only rush three or four all game long. And I don't freaking get it. I mean, what is going on? Brad White has always been bring the heat and man-to-man pressures on the outside. He did it all year last year with Carrington Valentine, if you remember, on the outside. Carrington Valentine done it all year, if you're a Kentucky fan. And this year, he's dropping back. We're not. I mean, and and you these great offenses, they are going to pick you apart somewhere over the top. On a on a post, on a curl, I mean, in you know, out of the backfield, wherever they're going to pick you apart. I don't understand it. Brad White has got to get back to doing what he is supposed to be doing and has always done. And I do not understand why in the crap he's playing defense like this this year. It's it's horrible, it's horrendous. And I'm going to tell you right now, if it's not fixed soon, I know Josh has been fired Brad White. I'm not ready to say fire him because he's been, up to this year, he's been one of the best defensive coordinators in the SEC since he's been there. I don't know. I don't know if he, he doesn't think he has the talent. I'm going to be honest with you. On the outside, when I say no pressures, we don't seem to have the outside talent that can get to a quarterback. We just don't. Not against these good teams. We just don't. We don't seem like we have a good one in the middle with Deion Walker. But he can't do it on his own, and we do not seem like we can get – I mean, Jalen Milrow today, he he probably don't even need, need to wash his uniform. I mean, Seriously. That's the truth. I mean, I, I doubt he needs to even put his damn uniform in the wash, to be honest with you. I mean, he, he was that clean. I mean, we got to him none, zero, nada. I mean, sometimes in these good games, the only way you're going to win is you got to bring the heat and disrupt their offense. You can't sit back and let them zone, zone sit back in a zone and let, the, and let them pick you apart all day long, which is exactly what Alabama did. All right. I'm telling you, Clyde, we're going to get to Cohen, too. Because I don't think Cohen has looked right this year, either. Yeah, I heard Joe Tessitore say Roll Tide. He wasn't, I don't think he was rooting. Joe Tessitore is a good announcer. I love him in boxing. Um, he's a really good announcer. I think he was just stating what was going on in the game, and they were rolling us to be. I was after their last touchdown, I'm pretty sure.
Exactly. I mean, you know, they, they got behind us on two plays early. That was the two touchdowns early that, that, that got us, Josh. I mean, Josh, you're saying we hit Jalen, but that was on a that was on a run. That was on a design run. We hit him 12 yards down the field. We did not touch him all day long. Didn't even didn't come close in the pocket. Not even close. Not really. James Bowman's with me. He says Tennessee's getting beat by Missouri right now. It's it's got to be early, but. I mean, I'm just saying, man, with Brad White, you've got to change this up and do something damn different because what you're doing the past five, six games or what you're doing this year, maybe you were doing the same thing against the early games that were a bunch of nobodies and it didn't matter. But I'm going to tell you right now, what you're doing the last five weeks that has mattered in the SEC is not working whatsoever and I'm going to tell you right now Spencer Rattler is going to pick your ass apart if you do that next week mark it down now let's move on to Cohen Cohen was brought in here a second time brought back because he had done such a good job with with Will Levis and our offense the year before that we thought it was going to be a great hire. He was going to be the guy that could come in here and run an offense that would give us a chance against some of these teams. And so far, man, I'm just not that impressed. Like today, when he's trying to run the ball for two-thirds of the game, He's trying to run outside, 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 outside zone, sweeps. He's trying to do all this stuff, and it's not working, man. It's not working. Like, you've got to go to something else. Hit them up the middle. I mean, I don't understand. This is Alabama with four and mostly five-star players all over the field they have too much talent for our guys to get to the outside. Even Barry Brown had trouble, and he's the fastest guy on our team. The play calls is, is ridiculous, and the offense on passing. Move the football however you need to to move the football. If it's five-yard outs and five-yard screen passes here and whatever, I don't care as long as you're moving the football. And on top of that, our O-line, I mean, it was like a jailbreak half the time. I mean, there was five guys on top of on top of Leary before he could, I mean, before he could take three steps. I mean. Yes, Braswell, Dallas Turner, 
they're really NFL good players. So I get it. Clyde, you're right. We don't compete, but that's a problem. I'm not saying we have to, you know, I mean, beat them, but we should we should look better than that. Josh, the way they're playing and it's at home, you're probably right. They probably will be favored. Wireman, I never said anything about us beating them. But we do need to look the part. We need to look like a competitive SEC team. We can't come in here with game plans and schemes that puts us at a disadvantage. And that's exactly what we did today, offensively and defensively. Both decisions to not kick field goals, terrible, terrible decisions. At the time in the game, when you are trying to make any kind of comeback and have the ball back first at the at the at halftime and could go down and score and get your hind end back in the game, those are terrible play calls. Terrible. And I'm going to tell you guys right now, I, I don't know what is the answer with this offensive line, but I'm going to tell you, I said this last year, and last year was his first year there. Zach Yenzer, I don't don't think he's the dude, man. I just don't think he's the guy. We have not been the same since he stepped foot on campus. And he's just not the guy. I do not like the way he lines up and the schemes that he has. If they do some stints and do some twists and stuff, our offensive linemen get lost almost every time. All you have to do is do a, a stint and, and a little Finn and a, and a twirl, and our offensive linemen have no idea what the hell they're supposed to be doing. And I just don't understand it. I'm telling you right now, Zach Yenzer is not the dude, man. I just don't think he is. That's the offensive line coach, by the way that I'm calling out. I, I, he was horrible last year, and I thought maybe he was making a little bit of strides, but you go back and watch the last five games when we're playing the kind of quality opponent that we're going to play in the SEC. Guys, we got Tennessee, or Texas and Oklahoma coming to the SEC. It's not getting any easier. Right now, we've got three, maybe four top dogs in the SEC that we're, we're going to have to worry about. But we're going to have five or six starting next year. If we don't start moving up the up the chain, we're not ever going to get there. And you have to start making calls 
and 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 schemes and you have to start coming into these things where you can do such things listen i'll be the first to tell you that comparing us to the likes of georgia and alabama is not where we need to be okay where we need to be is the other 12 teams that's in the sec right now we should be competitive every single time okay now the Georgia and the Alabamas, I don't think that we are going to win. I don't. We're not there yet. However, I would like to think that we can come into these games and have some sort of a scheme and a plan and play calls and, and look like an SEC team and not look like Vanderbilt. I'm just being honest against the, the two best teams in the league. That's where Kentucky fans are really ticked off because we're sick and tired of going up against the best and looking like Vanderbilt. No matter how much talent we bring in, no matter what we think that we've improved, when we go up against these teams, we look like Vanderbilt. And that's not okay. Which brings me to Mark Stoops. Mark Stoops, you've got some really big, big decisions to make. And I'm not even playing. you got to figure out if Brad White is this or if Brad White is that. Because if he is what he has been the last five or six weeks, you're going to have a difficult decision to make. You got you got to make a decision on Zach Yenzer on the offensive line. Absolutely have to make a decision on that. You, you got to make a decision on schemes and how you're going to play call and the off, what the offense is going to look like and scheming against certain teams. You can't look like that and play that way against Alabama. Next week against South Carolina, who knows? Maybe we can. But we sure as shit can't against Alabama. Josh, we were at home. And that's why we have to, like, it, that would be different. If we went to Tuscaloosa and played and, you know, and the crowd and everything else and played like that and got beat like that. Maybe I might be able to swallow that a little bit better. Maybe. Clyde, I'm so sick and tired of hearing about football school or basketball school. I'm tired of it. I, I don't I don't give a crap. What kind of school people think that we are? I know this. I know the University of Kentucky in the last 10 years has spent an absolute fortune trying to build this football team. 
and they're still doing it today. And people want to throw up that they're that they're paying Stoops the eighth or ninth best. I'm proud of Kentucky for doing that, for finally stepping up and trying to be and showing and trying to be a football contender. I don't give two shits if it's if if somebody tells me that we're a football school or we're a basketball school. I'm gonna tell you right now, Clyde. You keep saying we're a basketball school. For the past five seasons, we sure as crap ain't look like it. And I know that's going to make you upset, but for the past five seasons, we sure as crap ain't look like it. The other night, we have we have as many players sitting on the damn sideline in, in, in warm-ups that, that are not playing as we do on the darn floor. And that's been an absolute... That's been exactly the way uh, uh, Kentucky basketball has been for the last five, six years. I can't remember the last season we had where we didn't have three, four, or five players sitting on the sideline. I'm just, I'm tired of hearing that crap. It's ridiculous. If we're a basketball school, school we the Cal better better step it up. Is all I'm saying. On the floor, it'd be nice to have some players that can actually take their warm up off and play in the game. It would be real nice. I mean, everybody wants to forget two years ago, we had one of the best teams and was a two seed, and we have one of the best players in the country sitting on the damn bench. Sitting in a warm-up, just sitting there, just chilling, just, ah, what are you doing? Ah, I'm just chilling. Just watching this game. It's ridiculous. Now, I'm going to go back to this Mark Stoops. He's got a lot of decisions to make. We have made strides in football, a, a bunch of them, but we've gotten pretty stale in those strides the last three or four years. I will say that we're pretty much in the same spot today we were four, three, three, four years ago. Stoops has done a great job up to, you know, up to three years ago or so, but we have not been able to go to that next level. And that next level is not beating Georgia and Alabama. That next level is being six and two and beating the likes of Missouri's and the Tennessee's and the Vandy's and the South Carolinas. That's what the that's what the next level is. And we just haven't been able to get there. And Stoops has a lot of decisions to make to get us to that point. 
and to be competitive, especially at home, against the likes of Georgia's and Alabama's. Maybe we get beat 42 to 28. Maybe we lose 35 to 24. Maybe, maybe every once in a while it's just a touchdown. But I mean, maybe we challenge, is all I'm saying. And if you can't do that and you can't make some of these tough decisions, you can't get us over the hump. Then in a few years, we're going to have to make it the, a real tough decision on Mark Stoops. Because I'm going to tell you right now, he has a really good class and defense coming in. And I hope they stick with us. And I hope beyond all hope that we have some people that are fast enough to play in this league on the edge and to be a game changer. We don't have those people right now. Trevin Wallace is pretty good up the middle and he can on the outside in the field playing zone defense. He's pretty good going back and forth, but he can't be all over the darn field. And we just don't have those game changers on the edge. And we didn't last year. Now, I'm going to try to wrap this up with this. The next thing is South Carolina and Louisville are coming up. They're both away games. So our home season is over with. It's done. We've lost our last three. Missouri, Tennessee, and Bama, which is not good. Now we end the season with South Carolina and Louisville on the road. South Carolina is sitting at four and six, by the way. We are now six and four. Um, I think today was their second SEC win. Pretty sure this year, maybe third, second, might be third. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, but anyways, they have Spencer Rattler is a great quarterback. And if we can't find ways to blitz and to get some pressure on him and to, um, you know, make him uncomfortable back there, he'll, he'll if, if we're going to play like we did today against Alabama, he will pick us apart at home. I guarantee it. And Louisville and Braum, offensive mind, might do the same darn thing. I think these are two games that we could win. Depends on how we play. Clyde, nobody said just beating Florida is enough. Nobody's ever said that's not enough. That's the reason why I'm saying all this other stuff about what we should be doing. And I'm talking about schemes and the way we're playing and everything else. That We're just not playing up to par right now. We're just not.
Oh, that's a Calipari thing. Okay. I was just trying to see what y'all are talking about. I mean, Clyde, I hate to say it, but if we play defense the way that we play today, we could be. I do think both of these teams are winnable. I don't think this South Carolina team is very good at all. They have a good offense. Overall, they've been a pretty miserable team all year long. Louisville, I mean, they had to come from behind on a two and seven Virginia team the other night. They just, they got trounced by like a two or three win uh, Pittsburgh team. They've had a very cakewalk schedule, and I do not think that they should beat us. However, we absolutely have to play better. We have to scheme better. We have to play tall better. We have to be better as coaches. Cohen's got to script plays better. He's got to know his opponent better so that he can get a, a plan together that's actually going to work for that team because the, the plan today on all those outside runs, I, I mean, it's just ridiculous. This is Alabama with tons of, and tons of five-star players. I just don't get it. Take that offensive line that is really big, by the way, that we have, and, and block and push up the middle, and let's get some yards. I don't care if it's four yards at a time. Unfortunately, we probably didn't try to run up the middle four times all day long. I, I don't even know if we if we ran four plays with Ray Davis up the middle. We ran a couple with with Demi and you know with you know a couple of other guys. I don't even know that we ran four times up the middle with Ray Davis all day long. So, I mean, I hope we go eight and four, too. I think we have plenty of opportunity here to go eight and four, and that's actually where I had us uh, this year, to be honest with you, before the season started. So we are still on my track where I thought we would be, to be quite honest with you, as far as overall. Um, I just didn't see us getting plummeted um, at home like we did. I didn't see us giving up such a lead and starting out so well against Missouri and then looking like trash for three quarters. Um, you know, there's just I, I just didn't see some of those things. So – yeah, Clyde, if we could win and win a bowl game, be nine and four, this would be a fairly successful year, even though we have looked the way we have a few, a few of these games. I'm just not impressed with the coaching and the coaches' schemes and the way we are defending, the way our offense is running. 
I thought Cohen would come in and run an offense and we would look the part that would get us competitive in some of these games. And I, I'm, not, I'm not seeing that. I mean, even the Missouri game, you take out you take out the first quarter and you look at the Missouri game for three quarters, we looked pathetic offensively. Pathetic. I mean, honestly, we did. The only game that I thought we played well offensively out of all these games, the past five or so that we've been losing, we're now four, one and four. The only game that we have played well in offensively was the Tennessee game. That's the only game. The only game out of those five games, and we did lose that game by six points and looked competitive and played well in that game. That game was the defense. We gave up 254 yards up the middle running the ball, and that was on Brad White. But it wasn't on the offense. The only game that we have looked like a competitive offense against the SEC good opponents was Tennessee. That's it. That's it. That's the only game all season long. And we got two games left. Two games. Defense, you take you take what we did against Georgia, you take what we did against Missouri the last three quarters, you take what we did against Tennessee, and you take what we get what we did today against Alabama. It's horrible. And it has to stop. We cannot continue to drop back seven and eight guys and play this zone darn defense. It is not working. It's not working, Brad White. It's not working, Mark Stoops. It's not working. Absolutely, Clyde. That's what lost us the game against Tennessee. At home, we were competitive because we played a really good offensive game that game. And that's the only one we've done. So to look forward here, I mean, we've got two challenges coming up with South Carolina and Louisville on the road. We're going to have to look the part. We're going to have to play the part. If we don't, these are two teams who could beat us in their home environments. It's going to be tough environments, especially the South Carolina game. It's always a tough game, tough road game, and we will see. I don't want to take up a whole lot more of your guys' time today. I just wanted to do something a little bit here and talk about some of these things, but
what's the old saying? Defense wins championships. Well, our defense sucks, and we'll never be competitive for a title because our defense is never on that level. I mean, you know, Brad White has had some really good defenses since he's been here. This year, I don't know if if it's because he doesn't feel like that we don't have any edge rushers and he feels like that the only way he can he can compete is to drop back and try to because he's never done that before. I don't like this is not a Brad White defense the way they're playing. And I just don't understand it and we've got to get back to that. Cuz South Carolina has a terrible defense and we should be able to pick them apart next week on off on offense. All we've got to do is be able to pressure him and turn them over a little bit, whether it's turnover on downs. I'm not talking about just turnovers. Make them punt and get and get our defense off the darn field. So with that said, guys, I'm going to wrap this up. I appreciate you. Clyde, Josh, Wireman was on here. James Bowman was on here. Uh, um. Trying to think who else was on here, but I appreciate you guys being with me. And uh, this has been my Alabama versus Kentucky post game table. And uh, next week, hopefully, Coleman will be back with me and we'll do a post game after the South Carolina game next week. So we will see you tomorrow. I will see you tomorrow for my weekend wrap up show. Y'all have a good one.